Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. It's our second week of Wine and Cheese Month, and this week we're doing Legally Blonde. My wife is happy that we're doing all the notebook and Legally Blonde. I guess we're hitting some some favorites with the spouses this week. I'm Dylan. Joining me as always are Ben, Zach, and Cam. Hey, I'm back. Yay. You were gone? Hi. Don't sound excited, <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> He was. He was not on the notebook. So he was actually there. He was present. We just decided to cut all his audio from the episode. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm just gonna like. I'm gonna tape a picture of Ben like on my cabinet back here. So like he's always with us. Yeah, you can make it like a <laughs> little Ben like shrine. I'm dying. <laughs> teams, teams has a way to do that. Quit telling you know. everyone I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> to kick things off and get everybody in the right mood, we're gonna go to our wine and cheese pairing. Uh, since we're not doing cocktails for this month. And our wine, I guess, of choice was a sparkling rosé. Hell yeah, brother. Why do you say I guess like it's not a wine? I don't know. Well, I, I guess it's wine, I, guess, like, I, I don't guess. know what it was. Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Is champagne a wine? Yeah. yeah. I would say so, yeah. It's like Type. a sparkling right. wine, but yeah. I, I I get the confusion. It doesn't well, I don't know. you call it. I don't. Well, You're stupid. Well, because you like, you wine. know, it's like red wine, white wine. Rosé is a champagne? yeah, it's a type of wine. Okay. Yeah, right. I think so. I don't know. I don't think I don't. I think it's all good. I think these are all wines, and it's fine. They're yeah, all wines. Sparkling... We're all winers. I mean, winners. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. winners. I mean both. <laughs> um, but yeah, the sparkling rosé. Uh, I just had to do a sparkling wine because where we live, it is not fun to leave the house. So I had to use what we had on hand. What's going on outside of your house? No, it's just like, I don't know, like a bunch of snow and shit piling up everywhere. Oh, there know. is a bunch of snow and shit piling up everywhere. It It is piling up. I have uh, I've ran the snowblower three times, and I was going to yeah. do a fourth, and then decided, you know what? I'll just wait. I'll wait till it's done. <laughs> and Yeah, I did around yesterday afternoon, and I did around this afternoon, and I'll probably have to do another one tomorrow morning. Yeah. I just got back in from my trek. Um, I sort of go off and I, I go out as often as I can because I got one of those snow blades attached to my riding lawnmower. My wife says I've gone full suburban paw. And All um, right. <laughs> I got headlights on it so I can go around at night too and just mm. kind of cruise around the neighborhood. And this is funny. the most Zach thing I've ever heard. Yep. A hundred percent. I'm surprised you gotta, don't have a, uh, like an iRobot one with it on there. No, no, That's... no. Gotta do it yourself. It's more fun. He's just driving around in heaven. So I is guess. it is it know. just like a rope and you like direction which way you want it to uh, go? It's is a that... yeah. It's like that. It's not a rope. It's like a metal pole. But yeah, same okay. idea. You can lift it up or down. You can move it left or right. And there's but like do you have to hold so it the can, whole time? You can turn it. No, no, no. It just no, drops no, no. on the ground. Okay. It just drops on the ground. Yeah, you just hit the handle and it drops. It hits the ground and you scrape it. Scrape that, everything yeah. off. No, no, no. I'm I talking about the a... handle. Do you have to hold the handle the whole time? No. Handle on the blade? Place. No. Yeah. Oh, so it just. If you want to lift it up, you like grab the handle and push it down. Oh, because of um, because of pivots. Yes. Well, I think what Dylan's saying is more so you grab it and like push it down to lift the thing up, but you don't have you to it. hold it down. It. You don't have to hold it in place the whole time. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, what Dylan's asking. He's not asking. He's not asking how pivots work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is. <laughs> I maybe mean, he didn't maybe. know how like fulcrum points do. 
Yeah. I, How that I do understand. How that do. fulcrum do. Da- down, go what up, up, go do. down, what? you know? <laughs> that do be pivoting, though. <laughs> it do be pivoting. Um, Speaking of pivots, what do you guys think about the wine and cheese? <laughs> I'm going to pivot to our cheese. <laughs> uh, to pair with the uh, the sparkling. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> A plus. To pair guys, with I saw our this uh, thing on TikTok oh where you God, take uh, you take menthol based chapstick and you put it on your eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't tried it yet. I've been saving Why? it for now. Why are you doing it? The guy f- totally freaked out after he did it. Why are you freaked? No, wait. Hold no, on. what are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh, God. My God. <laughs> what are you doing? Zach thinks this is jackass, but he doesn't realize it's only audio, so no one can see what he's doing. Oh, you guys can God. see. That's enough. Yeah. How do I record a meeting? <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking bright out. <laughs> it's like smelling salts. It is like smelling salts, yeah, but for your eyes. Uh, you can't that's... record in free versions of Teams. That's good. Now Zach's wide awake. Um... <laughs> he's, he's about to start crying. Oh my god! He's about, <laughs> like, to not, he's about to drop off this episode. Like I gotta have airplane. like I gotta have like high <laughs> eyes, you know, where you're like eye, eyes are barely open, Jesus. otherwise it burns too much. Um, wow. Uh. So to pair hey, with what the, the hell was the cheese? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> to pair with the sparkling rosé, we did a, a a triple cream. I was looking online and found some cheese pairings. I think it's kind of like a brie. Uh, I'm very triggered. I I didn't try it yet, but uh, I took out the cheese <laughs> and it's it's pretty fucking soft. And that I'm scares triggered. the shit out of me. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm triggered. Oh my god! I mean, I yeah, with my sparkling, I had some brie, and I love brie, so I was I was happy with it. Can I uh, loop you guys in on some fun facts? There's not a lot of foods I don't like, but brie surprisingly is one of them. Wow, not a big I, brie guy. I don't love it. I'm, Interesting. I'm gonna take it or leave it. I think it's really good. I I really enjoy it. I'm like Zach. This this uh like look and texture reminded me of brie so I, that's why i was like a little triggered but trying it out it, it's actually kind of buttery it mm. um it it literally like the the aftertaste literally just tastes like i like uh kind of ate like a bagel and you know you get like if you put butter on your bagels you get that like little like like oily type fatty taste from from the butter from the oil and fat in the butter yeah like that savory no, 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 no. The oil and fat in the bagel. Yeah, well... Mm, you know what we should do? We should have a cream cheese pairing with some wine, maybe mimosas, and then you just eat bagels, you know, and cream cheese and mimosas. We recorded it at, like, 8 a.m. I don't know. This is... The, the wine, I could take or leave the rosé. It's, uh... I don't know. It's, like, a sweeter kind of champagne to me. Yeah, I think uh, rosés are very palatable wine. Like if you don't if you don't like wine that much, which I don't, and you like sweet like drinks or anything, I feel like rosés are pretty good. Just as like a something to order if you know, like I said, if you especially if you're like at a place and they don't have they only have beer and wine, and they have rosés. It's pretty good. I'd give I'd give the wine like a a 6 out of 10, and I'd give the cheese like an 8 out of 10. It was pretty good. That's the easiest way for me to convey my uh, 
<laughs> my like or dislike ability of things <laughs> is just to give a number. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't love the sparkling rosé. I'm not a huge rosé fan, and I also, I don't know, I don't love champagne. Like, I'm fine with champagne if, like, you know, you want to do, s- throw some OJ in there. Sounds good. You want to mix it with some Aperol and some club soda, make yourself a nice Aperol spritz. I'm down. Straight champagne, not my thing. Sparkling rosé, not my thing. Didn't love it. Check the show notes below. Get yourself some sparkling rosé. Hit up the Drizzly link. (laughs) Have it delivered directly to your door. Legally Blonde is a 2001 comedy romance film directed by Robert Luktik. Written by Amanda Brown. Um, she wrote the novel, I guess. Karen McCull- McCullough wrote screenplay in Kristen Smith. Stars Reese Witherspoon, Luke Wilson, Selma Blair, Matthew Davis, Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, oh, and uh, what's her name is the daughter. Uh, Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Victor Garber plays someone important. So does um, the, the mom the, from Two and a Half Men. The professor. Yes. Legally Blonde is the story of Elle Woods, a fashionable sorority queen who gets dumped by her boyfriend. She decides to follow him to law school. While she's there, she figures out that there's more to her than just her looks. Currently sits at a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. I hadn't really watched this movie all the way through. I'd seen bits and pieces. Anybody else? Never seen it. I've never seen it. Uh Uh-oh. Your boy, the Legally Blonde expert. I don't know. I didn't really know, I guess, what to expect. I knew, like, it was kind of beloved, especially with my wife. My wife, like, sat down and watched the entire thing with me, and she never watches movies with me, so. My wife was mad because I watched it uh, in the office and not on the big screen in the living room while she was working. I mean, yeah, that's, like, I'm like, why do I need to watch this with you if you're trying to work from home? (laughs) Yeah, no. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm also working from home but it's like oh let me not disrupt you while you're on the phone or having to be on calls and stuff with this movie playing in the background i was i was kind of pleasantly surprised to be honest it um it had me chuckling for a while and it it kind of caught me off guard once or twice um the big scene for me that like i don't know if it was necessary per se but when the uh, professor uh becomes a creep I was not expecting that, really. No, not at I, all. I kind, I kind of was like, you know, in the back of your mind, you're kind of like, oh, this is, like, interesting, because he's just like, yeah, yeah, like, you should, um, you should really think about doing the summer internship, and, you know, you got to work really hard for it, and, like, puts his hand on her on her leg, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I thought like, he was just, like, it. a cool professor who, like, thought highly of her. Not, uh, you know. Let's be honest. Professor Callahan, me too. Indeed, yeah. yeah. While we're talking about canceling, can we um do want to do want to address the pivotal part of the movie, the the part where the character uses stereotypes to figure out that the man did not actually commit a crime? That uh, that did not age well. <laughs> that was yeah. very two thousand one. It was a very two thousand one moment. He knows designers. Obviously, he has to be gay. Straight men don't know shoes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that part doesn't age super great, obviously. Uh, I mean, I think in general, though, if you kind of take it more in the, like, she's very observant and able to put together things, you know, like, 
put together stuff that people may not put together. I think it like, I don't know. I think the, um, like the overall theme is good, but yeah, the, the, the specific way in which they apply, it's not like super great. That's kind of the thing is like, Oh, she can like, she deduces things that other people wouldn't notice. Like the perm, for instance, at the very end or the shoe thing, even in the very beginning, the dress where she's like the, the, lady at the store is like oh let me rip off this sale tag and sell these suckers this cheap dress and sell it full price and it's as soon as she gets schooled absolutely <laughs> schooled and then it's like I saw oh no teen vogue last year yeah so if you're Got gonna it. try to sell that for full price oh shit yeah let's be real l probably actually a good lawyer and very observant person i think she's like a senator or something in the second one right yeah so what's interesting is um this so this i think i i don't know if this actually made it into the episode but last episode or two episodes ago i i noted that this was actually a final jeopardy question recently about this movie which is that one of the screenwriters um described this movie as uh clueless meets the paper chase which didn't know what the paper chase was, but it's basically a legal drama. Uh, yeah. And I think that's actually a really good description of this movie. I just, uh, I was going to bring that up because I had just seen it like not too long ago on Jeopardy where it was described yeah. that way. And I was like, wait a minute. This was like last final, week. <laughs> this is just a final Jeopardy answer. That explains because I wasn't here when you talked about it. Oh, right. Yeah. So but, yeah, it was on Jeopardy. Like I said, like I think last week or something like that. I think it was a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, it was within the last two or so. Mm-hmm. Depending uh, on when you're listening. Yes, depending on... When yeah, I guess it is, like, maybe more like three weeks, two or three weeks. But, um, I don't know. I think that's actually a really good description of this movie. Uh, like, yeah, they, like, they make the main character seem obviously kind of dense, but she's not, obviously. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a satire in that way of, like... It's also tough because I feel like it's kind of like they're doing a like elitist bit where they're like, oh, everybody acts like this person's like, you know, lesser because she's blonde and all these other people are like super smart and are basically like, nah, you're stupid. Get out of here. You suck. I don't know if blonde white lady getting victimized plays out very well today. If that makes sense. Unless she's like uh, 40. Why? And ye- yelling at somebody in customer service. Like a Karen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I uh the other thing too is it was so like weird to be like to see her admission into Harvard. They were just like she's a fashion major. Well, she did well on her tests. Uh we also don't have anyone else like her. She's a fashion major, so you know. Yay, let's let her in. It was yeah, more like, like the, oh, the look, joke was hot like girl affirmative in a action sort of. Yeah. Oh, I took it as I took it as guys were fawning over attractive blonde in a bikini. And we're like, yeah, little, we should little definitely this, little that. We should definitely make sure she gets into our school. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, she did do well on her test. It was like, okay, well, let's just look All for right. it. Right, I mean, it, it sounded like they were looking for like excuses guy, to well, let it her seems in. seems like the, yeah, and the guy who seemed like he was 
trying to convince them to let her in seemed kind of like he was being a little pervy. He had ulterior motives. She did do well on the test, though. She did do well on the test. I don't know. I saw somebody's review, one of my friends, and they were like, the idea here is really good and clever, but it's a shame that the movie was directed in a way that is leans harder into like the goofiness of it all. And I was like, that's, I mean, that's kind of an interesting take on it. Yeah, but it's a comedy. I don't know. I think that's kind of the point, right? I mean, but if you lean harder into the, like, dramedy aspect, like, a little more serious with some comedy elements, I I mean, it would definitely make it a completely different movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you could change a couple of things in this movie, and it would be completely different, but... I think this leans more to, like, Mean Girls or, like... Clueless. uh, like clueless yeah it's like clueless meets the paper chase oh my god that's such a good description (laughs) i mean but there's not much like legal drama that happens in it you know (laughs) that's not true i mean the whole second half of the movie is a whole is a legal drama basically uh it is i don't know there's a okay okay so you got you obviously are trying to figure out if the if she actually did it there's like whole like getting her alibi, getting like there's a whole courtroom scene of like the witnesses and trying to prove the ri- witnesses wrong or whatever. I don't know. I think that the second half is ba- like has all those elements in it. I mean, maybe it's like a third. I don't know. But whenever she transitions from being a law student, like I know she's still a law student, but transitions from like the student life to like working on this case, it definitely transitions a lot into like a like a legal drama-esque with obviously heavy comedy elements, but cause then there's like, cause they even have like the gotcha moment at the end. where like, ha, you can't wash your hair. No. Well, there's that, (laughs) but I mean, there is that part. You're out. I was, I I was really more referring to the perm part where they're like, Oh, I did it. I didn't mean to kill him. I thought it was her or whatever. And then the judge is like, all right, you're going to be charged with this crime, even though that's not how that works. (laughs) It was funny. That happened, and then she was like, all right, you're going to be charged with this crime. You are dismissed. Everybody's good. Bring in the dancing lobsters. It's like, okay, I don't think that's how any of this works. Like, you can dismiss the case, but that's about it. It's up to, like, the prosecutor or district attorney to bring charge. Like, that's not, come on. I was going to say, yeah. They have to be then charged after right, the Right. Like, this person would be acquitted, and then this other person would be charged, like, maybe they're arrested there, but, like, that's not... None of this is how this works. I mean, it's legally blonde, well, so, you know, whatever. I'm, but. I'm assuming it's not like she's sentencing the woman to prison. I think she's more so, like, bailiff, take, <laughs> take the witness, basically is like a don't let her confess to a murder, and then just don't let her leave the courtroom. <laughs> well, like, no, she so- literally... She literally said, you're going to be charged with crime X. And it's like, that's well, not how charging crimes works, lady. I was impressed that all it took for her to like break down was like, you took a shower when you got a perm. And then she's like, I did murder my dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Also, there would definitely right. would have been an objection in there for badgering the witness at some point in time between any of those two uh, she people tried getting to, caught in she? their lies. What? She tried to object, and then I was like, I have a point. Well, that's different. I'm saying, like, 
I don't know. I feel like they were definitely like going hard against the two witnesses, and at some point, I feel like the other, the other attorney would have stepped in for something, and not just like let it happen. You she did step in but for the relevance. Judge can, the budge can, or the judge can. <laughs> the budge. budge. Here comes the budge. <laughs> <laughs> the judge can can like stop the objection though. Like they can yeah they can allow them to continue. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying they didn't object. They objected for relevance on the part of their line of questioning, not for badgering the witness. And I feel like they could have, I don't know, but I don't know. Cam has unlimited like, I have un- law and order power. So much law so and order, uh, stuff in the, just, my mind, you know, what Cameron doesn't realize is that his knowledge of bird law does not translate into legally blonde. <laughs> Say you and I go toe to toe on bird law and see who comes out on top. Okay. <laughs> so i yeah that i just thought that part was funny i mean obviously it's like you know obviously not the point of the movie is to be a historical or sorry an accurate legal drama but i do i will i will fight on that point that it is basically a legal drama at the end of the movie like a comedy like a you know it's still comedy, it's a legal dramedy yeah, at the it's like le- in the legal second drama light. It's like the third act, you know, like the third, the whole third act is that. Like you have the first part where they're like in college, and then the second part where they're in grad school, and then in law school, and then the third part where they're like working on a case. Like in a part, uh, an important part of uh, you know when we watch comedy movies is the uh, memorable quotes or uh, the big lines and scenes. What uh, stood out to you guys as far as quotes and lines? You're breaking up with me because I'm too blonde? <laughs> that one's a good one. Because my boobs are too big? <laughs> like, no, <Yeah>. Pooh Bear. <laughs> that fucking guy was so cringe. Oh, yeah. No, I want to. I want to be a senator. I need a, I need a Jackie, not a Marilyn. Oh, my God. <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun history fact. JFK had both a Jackie and a Marilyn. <laughs> I think oh, the... Uh, I think the other big quote from this movie is the you got into Harvard Law. What? Like it's hard? Yeah. <laughs> like wow. Well, oh, right, I then. always thought of the I feel comfortable using legal jargon in everyday life. And then when someone whistles at her, she goes, I object. The other one that was just kinda like a like a throwaway, like walking into a conversation one was when uh I think it's Warner and Enid are talking at that party. And they're like, oh, the English language is all about subliminal domination. Take the word semester, okay? This is a perfect example of the school's uh, discriminatory preference to semen over ovaries. That's why I'm petitioning to have next term be referred to as winter ovester. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Stupid I liked. I, I liked in that same, when they're at the same party, and I was like, oh, I like your outfit too, except for when I dress up as a frigid bitch, I try not to look so constipated. <laughs> oh, Damn. Yeah, she's got some great clapbacks at that party. I was gonna say, Elle's like just confidence and like tenacity are, are literally what like make her a a good character. I think because you know if she was like like if 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 she was Vivian, you wouldn't feel the same for her. But because she is like so like happy and bubbly and like I I can do whatever I set my mind to. Like you you buy into Elle and you're like rooting for her the entire time. What did you guys think of Owen Wilson's brother in the movie? Oh, I love Luke. I love when he's like, what would I look like as a blonde? Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> I was That's like, you favorite. look just like Owen. 
Well, I don't, I think they only look a little like they look similar, but I don't think if he yeah, was but blonde, I think it's, he'd be. Well, I know it's supposed to be like. I think joke. it's the broken nose thing, though. Oh, that could be true. Yeah. Uh, I liked the. He's probably still scratching his head, and then Paulette saying it's probably a nice vacation for his balls. I <laughs> I did laugh at that. That was a that was a good one. Good singer. Because he scratches his balls, right? Yeah, thank you, Zach. That was the joke. One uh, line in here that reminds me of a uh, more modern time. This is like one of the more modern quotes, I feel like, because it says uh, she introduced herself and her dog and said that we're both Gemini vegetarians. That feels like someone would say that today. Don't love that line. Oh, I'm a Gemini vegetarian and my moon sign is whatever. I don't know. I don't want to know what the fuck it is, but I feel like everybody is always talking about random signs. Like everyone's got like 10 signs now. Cam says everyone. He means his wife. No, I'm just saying like, the, like it, it's popular discourse. I feel like now on social media to be like, oh, these are my whatevers. I don't know. I just know my Zodiac Capricorns rise up. It's all made up bullshit anyway. Like, I don't know. Fucking make but up thirty. So signs. true, you know. You're 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 a Capricorn. Yeah, go look up whatever you, you are. As you highly Sagittarius identify with being the a, fuck you are. Wait, what? Uh, what? I think you're a Leo, right? Yeah. No, I'm looking up Capricorn now. It's gonna be like sassy bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Capricorn boil. All right, here we go. This is from WellandGood.com. These are strengths. I don't want that. I don't want weaknesses. <laughs> Um, <laughs> bad at hockey video games uh, their oh. overachieving nature can sometimes unintentionally compromise those whom they step over on their journey to reach their own goals and since caps often fail to consider the feelings of others in favor of operating as efficiently as possible uh, they're known to rub people the wrong way they hold themselves up to a high standard and they expect no less from their peers also have tiny wieners. Oh no! Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, that's I only would say most of that is true. <laughs> you, you, and Ben are just stepping stones for Dylan and I to launch a successful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, well, how the God. fuck did I end up in this? Because you're not a Capricorn. Well, you're not a Capricorn. Fuck yourself, Ben. We're, we're gonna spin are. off to Cap Tales and Classics. Good luck. <laughs> oh, we need stepping stones. Hi, welcome to Triple C. Capricorns, cocktails, and classics. I'm your oh, host, yeah. Guy Fieri. Uh, <laughs> I need more bowling shirts in my closet. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to the Flavortown Podcast. Apparently, Capricorns are the ultimate worker bees. They're ambitious, organized, practical, goal-oriented, and they don't mind the hustle. I kind of do mind the hustle, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hustle do be hustle. Do most of like... those most of those are semi accurate besides the hustle part. I hate those. But I feel like they all are. You look at any sign yeah, they... of any trait <laughs> and they so just like vague. They're vague yeah. enough to describe any single it's person. Like, right. It's, it's like bullshit. cold reading. It's like I'm sensing someone in your life starts with a M M well, maybe like in mm, there, you know, or an ma, N. Ma, ma, and then waiting for someone to go, Mark. Yes. Oh, Mark. yes, Mark. Mark, uh, father, uncle, well, bro- this brother. Sounds, yes. This brother. sounds just like Cam here. Leo weaknesses. They're usually thinking only about their own needs. Wow. When it comes to love, they always want to have the last word. They love their families <laughs> dearly, but don't cope well with others' authority. Okay. And then with regards to work, they are territorial and revengeful. Revengeful? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. 
Yeah, I just feel like they're so vague and like, you know, oh, this doesn't match, but these other ones do. It's like, well, that's probably every sign. Like, if I read you, like, if I was like, oh, yeah, this is for Capricorns. I was like, just kidding. It's for Virgos. You'd be like, ah. Oh, you got me. But it's the same thing. It also applies. What are you, Ben? I think I'm a Gemini. Uh, So, Ben, Ben can be uncaring and completely unemotional at times when it comes to love. They don't seem to show empathy towards their partner. I they love that. their families dearly, but do anything to avoid responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> With regards uh, to work, they often are very distracted and chaotic. <laughs> With a flight? A one-way trip? The departure date May 1st? <laughs> Is that a one shopping way trip list? to With a country that it? doesn't have extradition orders to it's the U.S.? milk and cigarettes, Dylan. Don't forget the cigarettes. <laughs> Gemini's can't focus for too long. They're thinking of many things at the same time, not to mention they're very good at lying. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? I wasn't listening. (laughs) Gemini's also have massive wieners. That's weird. (laughs) What's worse about Gemini is they have strange charisma that's attracting people into their trap. After catching their prey, they're starting to devour and exploit it in an aggressive manner. Gemini people are known to have consistency. Are not are known to not have consistency because their character is all the time changing, and others can't really understand their ways. For this reason, they may have some problems in romance. More than this, they have the tendency to move very fast when trying to solve their problems. Not to mention, they refuse to carry any baggage when it comes to their past. Damn right. Whoa, that sounds a hundred percent like me. Can't wait till I get my next family and not have to remember this one. <laughs> By family, ben. I mean podcast. <laughs> ben, they're the they're the best liars in the zodiac. Wow! Expect them to tell someone the kindest thing to their face, and then turn their back so they can voice the nastiest things about them. You're I would never tell right. Dylan this, but he's a fantastic artist. <laughs> Why would you, you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> I always thought I was going to do a podcast about the other zodiac, but this works too, I guess. <laughs> I refuse. We should just do a Zodiac episode, and it's us just reading each other's signs out loud for 45 minutes. I think we've done it. See, it's it would be one. interesting. We've already done it. We just did that, I think. Uh, it would be interesting to read a trait, and you have to pick which sign that would be, because it's all, there's no way to tell. It's basically oh, like just, flipping oh, The one it. thing I've learned is apparently I'm a pathological liar. Right, especially just, if Ben's reading the well, question, you, then you really can Ben is tell. the worst person, apparently. Other known Geminis, Satan. Oh, no. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Zodiacs, other known Geminis. <laughs> I really liked the mom from Two and a Half Men. Thought she was great. She played the other professor, the woman professor. Oh, Stromwell? Yes. I I was not expecting her to be the person in the hair salon. I, I'm not going to lie. Seeing the hair salon, didn't think that's where she'd be at. Yeah, because when, when she's like... Uh, when Elle is going to leave and the Professor Stromwell like comes and is like, if you're going to let one boy ruin your career, uh, you're not the woman I thought you were. And I was like, what? That's her? Doesn't she say, <laughs> yeah, something about stupid prick? Probably. I also love that Elle's parents are like, you were you were runner-up in Miss Hawaiian Tropic. You're going to throw that all the way to go to law school? That's where boring people go. <laughs> like, damn. I want to know the backstory. Where did her family get the money? 
Yeah, they lived in Bel Air too. So was she just born into like an old money family, or was it something where like her parents just were new it's money? Something innocuous, like I don't know, blood diamond mines in South Africa, something like that. I don't know. Mm. Makes sense. Oh, so, so they're be, Elon like, Musk. Slavery. Yeah, exactly. Her and Elon Gemini's. Musk are very similar. And where they got their money from. You, you know we love saving the turts. You know Cam hates fucking paper straws. Paper straws song. Song? Uh. <laughs> I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last shat on paper straws. I have used a couple since I've been able to go out more recently due oh, to yeah. being vaccinated. and That's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were inside. They were just inventing better paper straws. I have seen also, not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like You're talking about the like ones that are made different. out of like agave or whatever? I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just... <laughs> but they are different. I'm not a straw expert. You but you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass straw when I see one you know yes i will say for those for being at home and where you you know maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas or you like straws to mix with your you know old fashions or whatever you know having these straws around the home is really nice no not constantly like throwing things away or you don't have to keep buying straws all the time like you just buy a couple and then you're good and if you want cocktail picks or muddlers they have that too there's many colors He's getting into, like, designs. So, like, the pride flag. He puts it on, like, the side of the straw. He's got hearts. He's got critters. It's like you get a piece of art along with a straw. A little multi-use. Uh, oh, yeah. He has critter straws, which have... There's, see, a dolphin, a salamander. That salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code COCKTAILS AND CLASSICS, spelled out, for 20% off. We get a little kickback from that. And you get you get to save some money on some glass straws, and they should last you a long time. Dishwasher safe. They're pretty sturdy. Just don't uh, drop them on the floor like me, like a big idiot. You have to buy more. <laughs> Zach makes trivia questions and asks us things about movie. Zach. Please, please make that the intro to trivia, because I want it. Question number one. How many different hairstyles does Elle have throughout the movie? A, 4, B, 14, or C, 40? 40? Man, I mean, I, I was surprised it started at 4. 40? I was going to say, I didn't really pay attention to her hair that often. I mean, I don't know. 14 seems like the reasonable guess, but I'm going to go 40, I guess. Wow, that's such a high number, but... There are a lot of cutaways to different things, like, you know, especially when she's, like, studying for the exam. I'll say 40, whatever. Uh, I'll go with four. I'm trying to see if I can count more than 14. I, Do you have every hairstyle uh, in your head? I was going to say, uh, try to count I've to never four. Even, I've never even known you to be able to count. <laughs> fair. It's a fair point. I didn't know Geminis could do that. I'm going to say 14 i feel like 40s a new hairstyle every like two See? minutes in this movie like that's yeah. that's nuts so that would be completely nuts right 
Except for that's the answer, isn't it? Except for that's the answer. Yeah. They did it. 40 hairstyles in this movie. Nice. Bonkers. I knew it was Go more on. than four. There's four Imagine in the first, like, the, ten minutes. All the time in hair and makeup. Like, in between each each cut, you're going to hair and makeup to change something. It's crazy. All right. That puts our boy Cam on the board with a point. And everybody else is a loser because they don't have any points. Um, question number two, while we're on the subject of hair, what brand of hair dye does L use? A, L'Oreal, B, Herbal Essence, or C, Revlon? I can picture the box Dang. in my head. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw the box, but I don't recognize any of those names from what I'm picturing in my head from the box. It's got a blonde woman's head on it. Of course. What are Side the profile? What are they? This I just want to say this is bullshit and it's obviously based towards people with hair and I won't stand <laughs> for it. This is based towards women with hair. I didn't say women, I said people. Well, it's I mean, this is not a unisex hair brand. I mean, it can be. Oh yeah, anybody's free to use it, but that's not where the marketing money goes. It's a L'Oreal Herbal Essence or Revlon. Uh, I'm gonna go Herbal Essence. I also thought Herbal Essence. That's what I'm going with. I'm not gonna try and play the game. I... We'll see if it if it works or not. I honestly, I don't think it's Herbal Essence because I don't think they make hair dye. Um, I want to say L'Oreal or Revlon. Uh, Sounds like a good answer, but you can't pick both. I I understand that. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> He's got Fucking a Gemini. Uh, I'm going to say L'Oreal. Well, Dylan, you learn something every day. Herbal Essence does indeed make hair Fuck. dye. In fact, they make the hair dye that L uses. L-O-L. Damn. Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, we're on a roll with things that L likes. Why don't we just keep it going? L's favorite perfume is A. Happy by Clinique B. Obsession by Calvin Klein or C. Bright Crystal by Versace I feel like she's a Calvin Klein kind of gal so I'll go with that one I think it's Clinique Which one was the Calvin Klein? Obsession by Calvin Klein Was that A, B, or C? B Alright, I'm going to go with A Happy by Clinique Yeah so I got two of those, one for Ben and one for Dylan. Yeah. Beautiful. That is the correct answer. Which means we have a super duper, uh, super duper, ultra cool, doubly doubly tie between Ben and Cam. Boo. <coughs> Don't worry, Cam. This trivia question is geared towards you. If anybody has a shot at answering this, it's you. The tie-breaking question, closest without going over. In the opening scene of the movie, how many shirtless guys can be seen wrestling <laughs> in the front yard of the practice? <laughs> All right, you got me there. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I counted. How many times did I paused the movie to count dudes Once. without shirts on? Well, wait, you mean for trivia or just for your own enjoyment? Because those are probably two different answers. Uh, well, I figured out that it could be a trivia question after. I'll leave it at that. 
Ben's going full Gemini out here. You calm down. I'm going to say six. God damn it. I was also going to say six. six you son of a bitch. Um, so what do you do? Do you play the game or do you play the game? There's I, only two options at this point. I'm going to say eight. God damn it. Wait, wow, you went what, eight? Why, why would you not just go seven? Why wouldn't you, you go seven? <laughs> I feel like if Cam goes six, you go five or seven. It's the only two options. No, yeah. I, think, I, I think there were even numbers. But it's closest without going over. (laughs) Whatever. You would either be closest to eight or it would be four in that case. All right, what is it? It is 19. (laughs) (laughs) It's an odd number. Wow. So Ben... um, Ben wins after we berated him, but, you know. It's been a lot of good berating Ben this episode. It's been good. Mercury's in retrograde, so we have to shit on him. He's a total gem. Zach's the only one who has seen this, so it's a it's another Goob Squad outing over Goob. here. <laughs> Big Goob Squad. Ben, Cam, me. Who who wants to go first? I, I think we always put Cam first. So yeah, I don't know why don't you do it. You, you I don't, don't ask. even ask. Just do All it. right, Cam, go. I like that. Just he do asks. it. <laughs> Zach's gonna give um, you an old rating and a new one. You know, whatever. It's a meme at this point. This is episode like fucking seventy eight of this podcast. Cam ninety, goes, whatever. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> I'll do it like I do every other week. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna give this movie a seven. Uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a fun movie. I enjoyed this a lot more than the Notebook. Um, I I will say initially I was pretty bored with the movie, like in this first like twenty to thirty minutes. But the last like two thirds of the movie saved it. Um, so yeah, I th- I thought it was good. It was funny. Uh, the whole like you know theme of her starting out going to law school trying to like basically get back with this guy and then being her own person near the end was cool to see um so yeah no it was it was an entertaining movie man i gave it a like a six and a half i was between a six and a seven i enjoy it do i think it's like the most amazing movie i've seen no uh but it's a good i mean it's a good rom-com movie it's you know we said some of it's kind of problematic but the movie's from 2001 so i I think at this point now I've just kind of learned to like put myself in a mindset of uh, is, is the movie okay? One, was it okay at the time period? <laughs> Cause some of the ones haven't been. Uh, and two, does most of the movie still hold up if you take away like the problematic parts? And I think this movie does. I think this is a movie that's going to stay in conversation it's going to be one of those movies that people will continue seeing and passing down. Um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend checking it out. Uh, there's, I feel like there's a lot of pop culture type things that come from this movie. Um, it was funny. Uh, yeah, six and a half. I'm going to fall right around the same area as you guys. Um, I think a six. It was good. Like Ben said, you know, it's it's a very pop culture like influential movie um a lot of the memes and lines and quotes that come from this movie are are still referenced especially by like people our age and and slightly older i think it was a it was a fun movie at no point did i really feel like i was uh like it was slogging i i think i i would have kind of liked to see it maybe a little more serious a little more like legal drama e um, but for what it was, I, I think it was, it was a good movie. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is, 
a lot of fun to watch. And um, yeah, six six out of ten. I I also would recommend it though. I think it's such an important movie for our our generation, and the generation, or at least like people slightly older than us, that it's uh, it's worth a watch. Here it comes, boys. All the drama, all the all the intrigue, the turning of the tide. I'm also gonna give this movie a seven. It's just always been fun. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. The comedy is pretty good. There's the little bit at the end where you know your 2001 is is really showing. But that aside, I mean, it's a good movie. It doesn't just throw like an attractive actress at a movie for money. It's got a good story behind it. Love the character development, like Cam touched on. It's fun. Seven out of ten. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to rate, subscribe. Check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Hit up those Drizzly and Casker links. Make sure you get yourself some sparkling rosé, and maybe go uh, buy yourself some triple creme cheese. Triple creme. Expand your cheese horizons. I'll show you a cheese horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Check us out next week me. as we do Dirty Dancing <laughs> as we continue Wine and Cheese Month. And as always, watch responsibly.